phenomenal geek, anime mistress of the dorks, Dave with a unique perspective. You can join the show on the website at geekworldradio.com. Begin. Hey guys, you're listening to Geek World. We are your superhero super hosts, anime mistress of the dork, and the man who never stops talking. Dave! Don't forget, if you want to get in touch with us, well, go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash geekworldradio, and uh, I don't know, check You can out also go to, our, go to our website, geekworldradio.com, and you can go onto our anchor page from there and leave a comment there. Yeah. So, or wherever else. You can also yeah. tweet us if you want at Geek World Radio. There's so many places. Yeah. And we have an old web, uh, an old email address, but I refuse to let Anna say it anymore. That's fine. Yeah. I always make fun of it when I say it anyway. Yeah, no, it all works out. So, uh, we're back. Yeah. Uh, last week was fun. We talked about what happened with Star Wars, mm-hmm. but we got another... Hard hitting topic Hard today. Hitting. And and it's it's one of those funny things that like is I think you don't really think about it too much while you're watching or playing something. Um but there are times when you're watching or playing something you really love and you realize your hero, even though they're a good guy, they're just killing a lot of people mm-hmm. or, or perhaps just getting a lot of people killed. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the time they, they sort of gloss over it in movies. It's like, if you don't see it, it didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, but when you really think about it, it's like, oh, oh, the, the collateral damage that, that just happened is is vast. Yeah, exactly. So uh, this, this episode uh, is uh, called Heroes, uh, the... <laughs> See, that was so good, and I didn't have it in front of me. Yeah, heroes? I, I mean, that, that, that's fine. Yeah, I, that, Heroes? Yeah. That's the real title. There's a question mark. Yeah. Heroes, the good guys who kill a lot of people. So, first up, I'm going to start with a video game. Now, uh, we're not going to talk about too many video games here, because I think, you know, just by the design of a video game, your character is going to end up taking out a lot of foes. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, if you want to get to, like, oh, you know, Mario, think of how many, like, things Mario's killed. But, you know, we're talking about people mm-hmm. here. Um, and, um, and you know, you can go through, like, the Grand Theft Autos and stuff, but I don't really want to talk about those because, like, everything in Grand Theft Auto is kind of like you make your own decisions yeah. as a character, whether or not you're going to murder somebody or not. Uh, the thing that I want to talk about, the thing that kind of always constantly bothers me a little bit, but I but I kind of just like forget about it because he's such a nice character, is Nate Drake from yeah. Uncharted. So, yeah, talk about t- let, let's talk about Nate Drake for a second. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting thing because you know it can be argued that all the people that he takes out are bad. Yeah, you know, um, but but the fact is that a lot of them are just guys that were hired to pick up some some ancient like statue. Yeah, granted they have machine guns with them. Yeah, um, but but they they aren't expecting to be gunned down as they are they are essentially just doing the job that they were hired for, picking up this this statue or whatever and bringing it somewhere else. And I also think, like, you know, when you just think of Nate Drake as a guy first and foremost, you know, like, what is Nate? He is a adventurer and a thief. Mm-hmm. He is not. He is not a hero. He is not a. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's not. He's a, not going after a like a uh, you know a a virus that's going to yeah. kill you know half a country. It's not a Hobbs and Shaw situation. This man is literally just out there like adventuring, mm-hmm. and he has no authority mm-hmm. anywhere he goes to do anything, uh, let alone kill massive amounts of people Mm -hmm. and it's like by the time you're done with this game you must have gunned down at least 200 to 300 people there's no way you did it oh yeah and and you're just sort of like yeah it's i'm the good guy yeah so it's okay right and they're all bad right 
But you're not even a cop. You're not even, like, a military guy. Mm-hmm. You're not even James Bond. Like, like anyone James Bond kills, well, like, theoretically, time, is You're fine. hunting for the exact same treasure. Yeah. So, really, it's just, like, you're literally just a treasure hunter killing other treasure hunters, mm-hmm. essentially. I mean, you're pretty much the most nice guy version of a murderer that you could ever be being named yeah. Drake. Because it's kind of like if Indiana Jones... Like was just murdering guys all the time, mm-hmm. and and they even with Nazis. Indiana Jones, they're Nazis all the time. So that's like just free pass one one. I mean, you can kill. I mean, in the movie, if you want to just like take out all the bad guys, as long as they're Nazis, it's like good for you. you well, I mean, because their whole thing is genocide. Yeah, so. so you can do it. Yeah, well, it's like the Doctor can kill all the Daleks in the universe, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but yeah, that's that's the thing about Nate Drake is. Uh, it, it kind of slowly sinks in while you're playing. You're like, I'm just a dude out here mm-hmm. just murdering dudes all the time. Yeah. Now, that's not saying that, you know, listen, at the end of the day, if you want to get l- l- legally into this thing, most of it would be self-defense. Um, but, you know. And all of you are trespassing. Yeah, all of you are trespassing. <laughs> but even, like, when you think about, you know, and, and you're, I know you guys are saying, like, oh, it's a video game, whatever. But, but I'm talking about, like, characters that we think of as heroic characters, mm-hmm. right? Because even, like, Assassin's Creed, for instance, like, you're sneaking around and you're, like, mur- and you're murdering guys while you're in the bushes. You can do that, too, in Uncharted. But in Assassin's Creed, you are an assassin. Yeah. That is what you're thing. You have, you're already far past an idea of heroism. Yeah. We're now into this kind of weird, like like, meta world of, like, everything you do is okay because there's, like, Illuminati essentially controlling everything. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of, like, and, and, you know, and, and, and everyone you're killing is part of the bad guy group. But still, it's like, you're an assassin. We're already past, like, the morality of if what you're doing is okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I think also, and maybe to a lesser extent, though, um, you know, maybe not as much in the old games, um, Laura Croft. Yeah. Same thing with Nate Drake. I mean, you know, Uncharted is very much just a new version of, of, uh, Tomb Raider. Mm -hmm. But once again, she's just gunning down so many people. She has no authority. Yeah. In a way, she's even worse. Because she's rich. Yeah. So she's a rich person going to, like, exotic places and killing poor people. Mm-hmm. Just so she can steal their treasure. Just so she can steal their treasure. Yeah. She is... Li- <laughs> she's literally a conquistador. That's yeah. literally what she's doing. She's You're literally right. going in and just, like, killing people and take their stuff. It's like, thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Laura. Thanks, Laura. Yeah. It's, just yeah. Really, it's really kind of you. Um, but anyway, let's, um, let's get a little away from video games, though, because at the end of the day... Um, you know, they put you in a position where, you know, you usually have to kill everybody. Uh, though I do, I do find that I really enjoy when people, um, have, uh, games that you can actually get through the entire game without killing anybody. Like you can get through, I think you can get, get through Fallout 4. I think you only have to kill maybe one person. Um, and I think there's also, uh, there's been people that went through Dishonored without killing anybody. Mm -hmm. So there are some games that you can do that. And I like the fact that, you know, people are like, oh, you know, that's, that's a thing people do. Uh, because generally, you know, uh, it's something you can. There's games like that game Infamous where it's like you can choose whether or not to like, you know, go around killing people. You can either be famous or infamous and, you know, a lot of that depends on the, the collateral damage you cause. Yeah. So, uh, I want to get to one that, um, I think is really, hmm, one that I think you don't think too much about, um, because he's such a hero and he's such a good guy, but, like, um, Tony Stark has killed a lot of people. Oh, yeah. 
Like a lot of people. Like, like, let's, I'm not, and by the way, I'm not going to be that guy who's like, oh, you know, people or people that died in the Avengers 1 when the aliens, you know, attacked. That doesn't count. You know, I think like that for me is the same thing as Man of Steel. If there is an invasion going on and you cannot move the invasion somewhere. And the assumption that they could move the invasion somewhere else is just. It's ridiculous. Dumb, yeah. yeah it, well, it's because of Dragon Ball Z, right? Yeah. Somehow in Dragon Ball Z, they always... But 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 I will say in Dragon Ball Z, most of the time, it's because they're there to get Goku. Yeah. And so because of that, like, he can usually get them to follow him yeah. into a deserted island. But when it comes to, like, the Avengers or Man of Steel, like, they're there to conquer the yeah. planet. So you can't put any of those deaths on the heroes. That's not their fault. They're trying to deal with the situation. I'm talking about specifically Iron Man 3. Mm. Tony Stark kills around 10 to 12 people in Iron Man 3. Now, Mm. a lot of them are bad guys, and you can chalk them all up to self-defense for the most part, but it is really bizarre to watch this guy who is a, you know, aside from being a genius, a quasi-normal guy, uh, pretty much just, like, annihilating all these dudes. Like, he kills, like, two helicopter pilots. He kills, like... I think four or five guards mm-hmm. uh, when he's like, you know, um, when he's, uh, when he's just got like his gadgets and stuff, <laughs> um, you know, the extreme, the extremist guys, you know, that makes a little sense because they're scary and they can kill you with one hit. But like, it's really shocking when you go back and you watch Iron Man three. And I think it's the Shane Black of it all, right? Shane Black is so used to making, writing these, you know, Shane Black wrote Lethal Weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Uh, he wrote and directed Iron Man three. And he's so used to like these movies where his main characters sort of indiscriminately kill bad guys constantly. Well, I mean, Shane Black is, is a perfect person to talk about because, um, last action hero, yeah. which, which he wrote, you know, they they play on that trope. They play on this idea of of you know it's just we just accept that it's normal that that the hero is going to destroy the city or like kill a lot of people. Yeah. You know um, when when they're in the action hero world, uh, he get you know the the action hero is getting yelled at because of the the damage that he caused because it's more damage than usual. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you're right. It's become it is a, it is a huge trope. I I, re- I feel like and I could be wrong, but I feel like it kind of ultimately started with the Dirty Harry, the the opening scene of Dirty mm. Harry when he goes to like he goes to stop a bank robbery and and ends up causing way more catastrophe stopping the bank robbery mm-hmm. than if the robbery had just happened. Yeah. And you know, of course, at the end of the day, you know, you have to stop crime when you're a cop. That's that that's your job. But he ends up like the by the end of the it's laughable. By yeah. the end of the scene, like there's like cars turned over, there's fire hydrants going off, there's alarms going off, there's people on the ground, like there's like so much chaos, right? Now we're not gonna put Dirty Harry in this group. I'm just using an example. But but you're right, that is like sort of become a cliche. And that mm. is kind of what also this topic is about is like is ultimately like you know some of these people we're going to talk about just in the line of duty they're so like they're so dog with a bone about it they end up like hurting a lot of innocent people mm-hmm. so uh kind of going along with that i would definitely uh say that um tequila in his cop yeah. group in hard-boiled yeah especially in the tea room scene in the open very much as guilty of this. Now, 
I I I watched the scene again because uh, I hadn't seen it in a while, and and I can't lay it all on Tequila. That's why I'm bringing up his cop group because yeah. it's really their fault. Because in this scene, there is a exchange of arms. Right, these bad guys are buying guns, uh, and and they're there, and they're they're you know doing a stain, and they're gonna arrest them, right? But then the one this one cop comes, and he just like hits over the bird cage that like the guns are in and it like all it riles up all the bad guys all of a sudden then they all come out with guns and then the main dude comes out and he starts shooting everybody and just like the way the steam was done it seems like it could have done better than such a like forceful jolt of this situation mm-hmm. and frankly so many people died in yes. this scene. Like, so many people that are, like, normal people. Like, it's one thing with, like, the bad guys die. Of course the bad guys are gonna die. They're criminals, you know? And in the movie, that's okay. But so many people who are patrons of the tea house and who actually work at the tea house get gunned down in the middle of this situation. It's all by the bad guys, but at the end of the day, you're like, there was, like, what, six guns? Mm-hmm. That 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 were like part of the steam operation, like like literally like dozens of innocent people died just so you could get these guys and selling six guns to some other guy. Like it's a point when you're just like, what is happening in this movie? Like it, it's really crazy. <laughs> it's real. No, but it is though. You yeah. watch it and you're just like, this is this is insanity. Yeah. Like so many innocent people are dead. Maybe it would have. Maybe there would have been a, a better way of doing this. Hmm. Um. So, uh, and, and I think you can also make that case for Bad Boys 2 also. Yeah. Especially that, that car chase scene where they're, where they're chasing the, uh, the, the, I think the Haitian drug well, dealers. I mean, in the end, like, it's not necessarily the Bad Boys' fault. Yeah. Uh, but, but you can blame it on multiple law enforcement agencies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that one, that one is a little tough because, like, everything's, like, theoretical deaths, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think, um, I think a good example, I think Michael Bay, all of his movies are like this, oh, right? Oh, for sure. Um, so, I mean, Transformers, perfect example. Uh, the first Transformers movie, well, I'll stick to, like, there are no, there's no way dozens of people didn't die in that, in that, like, fight in, in Los Angeles. Oh, at yeah. The end. yeah. I mean, I, well, certainly many people died in Chicago in the third one. I mean, I mean like, when, when highways and freeways are getting destroyed, yeah. and, like, while cars are just driving on them, having a normal day, you know, uh, and... And there's gigantic robots trampling over everything. That's the thing. Like, like at the end of the day, like, you can't... I mean, listen, all the Decepticon kills, and you can blame it all on the Decepticons, so it's like, it's only so-so, but there's no way that the Autobots didn't crush a few people while they're, mm-hmm. like, like throwing people in the buildings, and they're, like, jumping over and smashing things. And, you know, these, these are a little, to me personally, a lesser extent of this conversation because it's so... It's so fantasy, like, it's so crazy, but still, like, there's, there's so much catastrophe happening in the middle of these fights that you just, like, if you really take even a second to think about you're like, so many innocent people just died. Like, Mm -hmm. they, they just toppled an entire building in, in, uh, in Transformers 3. Yeah. And, and And it was funny, too, because... Um, Man of Steel, you know, had this... People were pissed about the people that died in Man of Steel. And I, and I think looking back at Man of Steel, me personally, I think I think what was egregious about it for a lot of people wasn't as much that Superman caused these deaths, because I don't think you could pin that on Superman, but I think it's just like Zack... Um, uh, um, uh, Zack Snyder definitely was like showcasing imagery that kind of reminded a lot of people of 9-11. 
mm-hmm. like people falling out of buildings and stuff, you know, while they were toppling down. I think that's what pissed people off. And yeah. and, and, and granted, frankly, very granted, right? Um, so, uh, you know, one of the other people that I wanted to bring up in this topic, and because uh, I've been thinking a lot about it, and is... So I, I'm not going to talk about the Punisher because the Punisher is a murderer. I mean, mm-hmm. his whole thing is murdering bad guys. So it is irrelevant to make this argument with him because there's no, there's no. He is made. He's essentially a criminal who who like kills bad guys, so we forgive him, right? But like, um, one of the people I was kind of always thinking about uh, because he's kind of like the Punisher, but kind of not is uh, El Mariachi. Mm. From the movie El Mariachi and Desperado. Yeah. He's a tough one because you're 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 supposed to believe that he is, you know, killing all these gangsters, right? He's killing all these like um cartel guys essentially. So it's kind of okay. But at the end of the day, also like he's kind of our functioning hero and he's kind of and he's kind of, you know, out for revenge, but there's no like there doesn't seem to be... It seems more of a, like, a revenge satiation than anything else. Like, there doesn't seem to be an end to any of this, right? Like, he's he's just going through and he's killing all these guys to right. get to a guy, but it just seems like... It, I don't know. Like that, His character's tough for me. Because he's like... It's not like Taken, right? Yeah. Like, Leslie Nielsen and... Uh, Leslie, Leslie Nielsen? Nielsen? Oh, my God. That wow. would be an awesome Leslie movie. Leslie Nielsen and Leslie Taken. Nielsen that is, that is Taken, a new Taken. That'd be a dope movie. I'd watch that. But in Taken, like, he's going after his daughter, and he's going to save his daughter. So you kind of forgive, like, anybody he kills in uh, in the situation. But El Mariachi, he's just like... I don't know. It just seems like super... After a while, it just seems like very indiscriminate to me. But I don't know. Maybe maybe that one's a bad a bad decision. I don't know. What do you think about that one? I mean, I I think I don't know. Is he like he's too much of an antihero for me to or not? You know, not necessarily antihero, but I think he's supposed to be a very sympathetic character. I think that's yeah. my problem with it. Is they spend so much time making him like the most sympathetic character ever, while also spending all this time with like gleefully watching him gun down bars full of people. Yeah. That I'm just like, okay, I know that these guys are gangsters, but like, once again, at some point, like you have zero, you have zero authority at all. You are just like murdering human beings. Yeah. And just cause like they happen to work for this bad guy you want to kill. Like, I don't know. At some point it gets like really dicey, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's like someone hired as a security guard in a building, you know, let me let me get into the Matrix for a second. Well, the Matrix is, I think, the big one. I'm, I'm actually surprised you brought it up now, but let's get into it because there's so many we haven't brought up. But yeah, you're right. I mean, we can, we can wait. We can no, wait, you already but... brought it up. I mean, you've already it's the, the rabbit's already out of the hat. Let's talk about the Matrix. Yeah. So, so the Matrix is an interesting one because you know you can you can say that doesn't really matter because it's all a simulation. But the fact is that the simulation is all people and right. they will be flushed if they die in the game or in the, in the simulation. And you're talking about the lobby scene. So the, the lobby scene is the big one. Yeah. You know, where, where it's just people going about their lives, you know, sure. They're in a simulation in their pods, Yeah, but they dude just thinks he's a security guard. Yeah. You know? dude just just he works at the office. Yeah. Like, and, and, uh, and Trinity and Neo come in, like after this great scene, you know, of them like, I need guns. Yeah. You know, like, uh, and and just take out 
everyone. Yeah, they legitimately murder probably about 12 to 15, like, souls that live in the Matrix. It doesn't matter that anyone can become a smith. It doesn't matter that, that, you know, they're not, like, directly killing their physical body because they are killing them. They really are, yeah. And it's crazy because it's not something I really think you you think about the first time you watch the movie because, you know, you know they're going to the building full of bad guys. You're like, these guys are all bad guys. But you're right. At the end of the day, these people there are not aware that they are in the Matrix. And Mm. they are not aware that they are working for an evil evil AIs, evil robots. They are human beings who believe they're cops, essentially. And, um, you know... I mean, I guess you could also make the case for, like, Leon the Professional in the end scene, but you know what? Leon the Professional, well, I mean, once again, he's, he's a hitman. Yeah. So he's not a hero, so it doesn't really count. But yeah, 100%, like, when it comes to the Matrix, that 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 gets pretty dicey. They definitely murdered a bunch of uh, innocent people in that movie. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, somebody I want to bring up, this one's a little funnier because, like, it's, it's actually kind of really silly, but I... I'm just going to bring it up. Um, Mortal Kombat, right? Mortal Kombat, it's a fun game. It's all about the violence. It's all about the killing. Something always bothered me about Johnny Cage. Yeah. (laughs) Because Johnny Cage, right? I know everyone's ripping spines out of people's, out of people, right? And it's all, it's all well and good. It's all, everyone's in equal danger. But Johnny Cage is like a rich actor guy who just wants to prove that he's like an authentic fighter. Right. And he's like ripping people's hearts out of their bodies. Like, there's just something about the intent of Johnny Cage that bothers me in the world of Mortal Kombat. Everyone else, I kind of give a pass, you know? Liu Kang is like fighting for, you know... Uh, for Earth, and Sonya Blade has some sort of authority because she's military. Most people have some sort of, like, gist of why they're doing this that makes them a hero or a villain. But Johnny Cage is in a gray area where he doesn't need to be there, and he just is doing it to prove that he's, like, a cool dude, but he's still murdering the hell out of everybody. Yeah, for sure. And, and like, I just some about him, and especially, like, he's so, he's, you know, he's but, so, like, punk about everything he does, too. It just, I don't know, it just comes out, it just I makes mean, but it is the Mortal Kombat tournament. It is. Like, it, I mean... Doesn't that make it kind of your job at the time? No, you're, the you're not wrong. I'm just saying, I, I'm talking about right now intent. And the intent of right. Johnny Cage is to prove that he's a real martial artist. Yeah, I mean, like, his his reasoning is, is you know, much more uh, vanity than, any, yeah. than anything else. But, I mean... It's, mur- it's, 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 it's murder vanity. But, like... It's vanity for murder's sake. I mean... They're probably going to get murdered in this fight anyway, anyway right? So like, might as well know, be a famous like, person that murders yeah, them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, like, I mean, in the game, a lot of the time he leaves them an autographed picture. So well, exactly. No, well, it's like the joke about like Batman being a, a story about a rich white guy who dresses up in a costume and beats up poor people. Yeah. Uh, I will say though, Batman in particular, like in Dark Knight, when he's like chasing <laughs> the Joker around, mm-hmm. there are times when I'm like. Mm. He just blew up a wall, and he just went through a building, and I'm not sure that 
like he didn't kill somebody. I mean, they never they never make it clear, so you you can't ever really like put that on him. But there's times when I'm like, I don't know about that. But yeah, I don't know. This is something about Johnny Cage. I'm just like, I don't know, man. Same, seems kind of twisted to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not so sure he quite fits in this. Yeah, but fair. I, I see I see what you're saying, but you know I. I'm not sure it quite fits this category. Well, that's why I kind of preface it with this one's a little silly. Uh, Now that this whole show isn't silly. Um, I did want to bring up... um, This one's a little tough because I think, uh, for the most part, he gets a pass. But I think you could make the case that there are times when uh, John McClane maybe uh, crosses some lines he shouldn't be be, uh, crossing. Yeah, now, you know... He is a cop, yes, but yes. but during pretty much none of the of the movies is he is he functioning within his jurisdiction. Well, you know? uh, um, two two of them he is. It, yeah, I guess. Yeah, three um, three and four. He's well, actually, it's mostly just three. I mean, when he's in Russia, he has zero jurisdiction. Well, that one, no. Uh, one, two, and five. When he's uh, he has no jurisdiction. Yeah, and I think. Three he has jurisdiction, and four he kind of has jurisdiction. Yeah, he doesn't exactly, but yeah. he sort of. Yeah. He sort of does. He was he was on an assignment, but he's not exactly in his jurisdiction to do anything other than what his assignment was. Yeah. Um, but but the the simple fact of the matter is that the the amount of wanted destruction that that man causes, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and and in. You know, obviously in the first one, it's it's limited, and yeah. it is just the bad guys, really. Um, I would say he gets he gets a big he gets a pass mostly for the first one, and um, kind of for the second one. But at the same time, the problem is with John McClane is he's no jurisdiction whatsoever, and also, like, he takes it puts it he he puts it upon himself to solve this situation, and his solve is always homicide. He literally yep. like never not kills a guy, right? And listen, I know that these guys are all bad and that, like, he theoretically is saving lives. Theoretically is saving lives by doing this. He certainly, I will say in the first movie, it was essential. Because if he didn't do what he did in the first movie, they were going to blow the roof and kill everybody. Yeah. So he had to be there. And I also think, in, and I also think like, that is ultimately the thing with John McClane is, is also in, like, the second movie. Like, they were going to blow up a plane. So right. he had to do it, right? And that's ultimately, like, why he gets away with all this stuff. But I think the main one is Die Hard 5. Uh-huh. Die Hard 5 is the most egregious John McClane because he goes to Russia, no authority whatsoever, and he just causes chaos. I mean, there is literally a scene where he is, like, causing car wrecks and causing chaos on a street in Russia mm-hmm. on a freeway, and he is, like driving on top of cars yep. that innocent people are driving while, like, women are screaming as, like, the roofs of their cars are being smashed by his, like, giant yeah. SUV. It's so crazy because it's almost played for laughs. It is! And, it's and you're, funny! And, and when you're thinking about it, you're just like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, isn't, like, um, authoritarian fascism funny, guys? Yeah. Like, that's what it feels like. You're watching this and you're just like, this is not Die Hard anymore. This is like this is an insane person movie. Mm-hmm. This is like you know, I don't know the boomer fantasy of like you know going into another country and just like straight up killing everybody. Yeah. I, I don't know what's happening here, but that movie is is nuts. Yeah, and, but not in like a fun 
to watch Samurai Cop way in like just a really like well, tough way. It's an interesting thing because you know he's he's there kind of to, to save his son, or yeah. Son, which you know is similar to Taken, yeah. Uh, but in Taken, you know, it, it's the killing is more purposeful and not so much driving on top of random people's cars. Yeah, and also in Taken, he's like you know he is saving his daughter from a situation that she's a total innocent yeah. in. And you sort of give give like him like a lot of leeway where in he this has a one very particular set of skills. Yeah, exactly. Where in this one it's like his son is like a is he like a CIA agent or something? Which he doesn't know when he starts like essentially probably murdering a lot yeah, of people. I mean that's but, uh, the ultimate intent, right? I mean like listen, I think at the end of the day they kind of fumble into I think is it? I don't even think a bomb's gonna go off. Is it? I think it's just like a coup, isn't it? I think it's a government coup or something. Is yeah. Happening. I honestly don't remember. All I remember is like he did a lot of stuff that was pretty unforgivable. Oh, yeah. in, in that fifth movie, for sure. Um, let's see. So I think other than that, those were like a lot of the big ones that uh, we wanted to talk about. Uh, well, I do have a few more actually. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> as much as I love these movies. Um, the the Fast and Furious guys, yeah, uh, they have caused a lot of chaos, and I will say specifically, uh, Fast Five. Yeah, Fast Five when they're in Brazil with those safes, there is no way they did not murder at least a dozen people in that scene. Mm-hmm. Even if you didn't see dead bodies, they made it. Very, very clear. Those two giant safes were destroying, like, like a lot of public oh, yeah. places yeah. that people were currently in. Yeah, there were there were buildings that people were in. There were cars that people were driving. There, yeah, there were buses. I mean, they just straight up. There is just no way you could ever, ever like make the excuse that they that they didn't kill a bunch of people. And even if they didn't kill a bunch of people, they maimed. A bunch of people. There's just no way they didn't. Yeah. They, they, they were, they were bashing, like, so much stuff in, like, a really busy area with so many people there. Yeah. And I know it's a great set piece, and I know it's a great scene, and I love that movie as much as all of us do, and I know that they're trying to get the bad guy and steal from the bad guy, but at the end of the day... There's just no way that a bunch of innocent people did not die in that scenario. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's just very clear that happened. Yeah. Um. And uh, and I think also, you know, going along with that, freaking Hobbs and Shaw, man. Oh my god. So like, first off, let's just talk about Deckard Shaw, right? <laughs> I mean, if we really want to get like into it, like like maybe in Hobbs and Shaw, he was only so so bad because he's already a hero now, but. You we really are getting no justice for Han. For yeah, no justice for Han, which, uh, whatever, <laughs> fine, I get it. The Han thing is, is sucks. Han died, one dude, we all love Han, very they sad. totally still could have gotten out of that whole thing. Yeah, but, you know, no, very sad, Han is dead, okay. What about justice for, like, the 30 people in the hospital that mm-hmm. Shaw killed in, Fast, in the opening of Fast 7? Yeah. He literally went in and, like, killed it, like... Like a floor of people in a hospital, if it's not a, numerous. He, he killed the amount of first responders that that man yeah, killed. Yeah, that dude is a straight up mass murderer. Yeah, and now he's all like yuckety yuck with the rock, like beating up Idris Elba. And I get that, like you know, there, it is a well worn thing in fiction to take a villain, turn him into a good guy. I mean, 
Well, and you also, can never wash all the blood off Vegeta's hands in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Vegeta is just like I, that's why I didn't even put him in here because Vegeta is like still so bad in so many ways. Like yeah. he doesn't really. He, you can't ever count him as a hero. Well, I mean, Ed Shaw is an interesting case because technically he's a he's a British agent. Yeah, you know, even though he like was was framed for for something and, and was sort of disavowed for a while. But yeah, I mean, it's the same kind of thing. Like James Bond kills a lot of people and causes a whole lot of deaths of, yeah. of innocent people. But everything he has the authority, he has a license mm-hmm. to kill. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's ultimately what the show is about. I'm not gonna, I'm not sitting here being like, yeah, people die in action movies from the heroes. Like, of course they do. That's what the movies are about. The movies are about good guys beating up and or killing bad guys. Yeah, and that's okay as long as there is some sort of Authority that is attached to it. Well, yeah, and and the thing is, it's also about the decisions that they make. If, yes. if the decisions that they make are what lead to that, and there then and there were like plenty of other decisions that you know could have taken away, you know, that wouldn't have caused that much much damage. You know, it's it's funny because um, you know we we've talked about Dragon Ball Z now, brought it up a few times yeah. for, for little things, but uh, you know, let's talk about how how um, you know uh, the monkey version of Goku was dealt with. Finally, the oh, moon, right. I, like when things like, uh, or sorry, uh, Gohan, Gohan, yeah. yeah, the moon, Piccolo destroys the moon. The moon. Yeah. Now, and there never seems to be any ramifications he, of that. Act. Yeah. Now, now, if, you're, if we want to get into science, which, which I don't even know what the science in Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z I yeah. wouldn't really. Yeah. But, but if you were to look at the science of that, like that would cause, like, like. Major, major events Mainal, of the tides, yeah. and yeah. yeah, there'd be like, a lot of tsunamis. A lot of people would die, or no waves at all. I don't know. I don't know. I think that it would be it would be fairly devastating. Yes, if uh, <laughs> if something without much uh, gravitational force yeah. immediately was not there all of a sudden. And and you know theoretically, it would also cause a whole lot of gigantic meteors crashing to the planet. Yeah, uh, I mean, Dragon Ball Z is always really tough because like they. So many people die all the time yeah. in that world, but mostly you can rack it up to the bad guys being at fault. So usually yeah. it's kind of a dicey scenario. And then if they have the Dragon Balls, they can bring most of them back. <laughs> yeah. I just want to bring it up, though, real quick, is uh, let's get to Hobbs with Hobbs and Sean. Yes. Because Hobbs are always worse. And, and I'll say that, I know he's saved the world like five times or whatever, he's really good at it. <laughs> um, but what really sticks with me is like the... Final, I think it's even like the after credit scene. Yeah, the after credit scene of Hobbs and Shaw. If you haven't seen it, then sorry. sorry. Um, but um, as a joke to get revenge on Shaw for like uh, for for airport security uh, stopping Hobbs in the middle of the movie. Uh, as a joke, he sends like a bunch of cops to go like um, you know arrest uh, Shaw at the very end when he's at a bar. And uh, and Shaw basically says this thing, and he's like, "Oh, boys, this isn't gonna go the way you thought it was." And you're like, "Okay, first off, there's a good chance he's gonna murder at least one of those cops, and if yeah. he doesn't murder one of those cops, he is going to crush those guys. He's yeah. gonna hurt them so bad. Yeah, a lot. They are all gonna, gonna go to the hospital. hospital. Yeah, and a lot of them might not like fully recover. Every single one. And and so and there's like at least probably at least six cops. I didn't count, but there's at least six cops there, if not like. 12. Yeah. And then you're like, all of a sudden you're like, Hobbs just basically caused 12 cops 
to be put in the yeah. hospital. Like, Hobbs knows Shaw. Yeah, he is fully aware that this man is going to beat the hell out of these guys. And he's like, and he just did it as a joke slash revenge on Sean. It's like, you're worse. Yep. You have authority. You're a government agent who is able to call in this because of your authority. Mm-hmm. And you are guaranteeing these men go to the hospital and their families are going to suffer from yep. it. So much carnage is going to happen because of this joke. Which, frankly, in a way, makes, makes me dislike him more than Shaw. Because yeah. at least Shaw is like kind of a bad guy yeah already you know so anyway that one really bothered me a lot mm-hmm. all i could think of, it's funny because if i was a kid i think that was the funniest scene at the end I'd be like haha aren't they fun how they like you know play tricks on one another mm-hmm. as an adult who has to like go to work every day and has you know like and, and has people who loves them and like i was horrified by yes. this i was like that is not okay huh yeah. that is not okay at all so uh <laughs> Yep. It's, uh, I'm just saying. I'm just Hobbs saying. Hobbs is a bad cop. Hobbs is a bad, bad man. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, I think the only other ones I wanted to bring up were, um, this is a little, no, I mean, it's actually, it's actually warranted. Um, there was that movie that came on Netflix, Six Underground. Mm-hmm. Um, man, that scene in the open where they're in, like, Rome or wherever, where they're in Italy, uh, they... If they don't kill a lot of innocent people, they certainly, like, injured and yeah, maimed yeah. a bunch of innocent people. Even to the point, though, they made it very clear. Yeah. I mean, uh, Dave Franco was running over a lot of guys. Yeah. A lot of people. A lot of innocent people. And they even so much so that the, the doctor in the back was like, if you hit one more person, I'm out of here. Yeah. And it was like... And it's done done for such yucks that it's, like, so gross. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just not okay. Because they're literally, like... They're literally causing chaos in a way that they don't need to be causing chaos because they're getting away from a crime they've already committed. Yeah. Uh, t- you know, taking out a lawyer. And we, I know it's all for the greater good, you know, blah, 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 greater good. And that's kind of what this movie is dealing with anyway on a moral level if you want to give a morality to the movie. But at the end of the day, these, like, poor people riding a bike through Florence don't deserve to get run over well, by it's like, them. like when you count the amount of them that probably died in that, like, you know... Then, then do they then to get, get like get to get re- revenge on the on yeah. the six underground guys? Like, yeah, at some point you're just like, where? What are the the scales of justice over yeah. here? This is messed up, and I just was like really kind of horrified by the uh, by the the morality of like that scene. I was like, what are we doing here, people? Mm-hmm. At least with Transformers, it's like, well, they're fighting uh, invaders. Yeah, they're fighting guys who are trying to invade the earth. So at least you know what, blah blah blah. This, it's like, you're just hurting all these innocent people. It's a funny thing, because I feel like there are some movies will, like, will we'll bring this kind of thing up, you know, um, where where it's sort of like, okay, um, this this is what happened, and they actually, you find out later that they're the ones that essentially created the villain, because their rampage, you know, their, their good guy rampage killed this, this kid's entire town and 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 his parents and yeah and so now he's grown up and you know just wants to destroy everything that 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 supposed good guy stands for 100 i mean i'll also say going back to tony stark real quick i mean at the end of the day you can pin really all of ultron's kills on tony stark yeah i mean tony stark is completely responsible for ultron happening oh yeah and so anyone who died during the Sokovia battle is really on Tony. Yeah, it shouldn't be the Sokovia Accords. It should be the 
Tony Stark is a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, and I think the only other person I want to bring up since we're talking about Marvel is um, Hawkeye. Uh, and specifically when he's Ronin. Yeah. Uh, in, in Endgame. I love Hawkeye, don't get me wrong. Uh, and I get, like, you know, it was very tragic with his family with a snap and all, but he was just, like, indiscriminately murdering bad guys throughout the countryside uh, in that movie. Yeah, and, and like you said, murdering bad guys. Yeah. But, but he wasn't at all trying to be a hero. He was just being a, like... Murderer. He was just killing Yakuza guys, yeah. and I get their Yakuza, and I get like you know they're criminals and everything. But like, I don't know this guy that we've like followed around is kind of a hero, and I get that he's like, I get he's tormented, but at the same time it's like, I don't know. It's kind of like it's really dark, especially like you know how everything turns out. I don't I don't want to spoil the movie just in case you haven't seen it, but in case everything that turned out with him and um. Natasha later it's just like really bizarre that choice of like just having him just go around just like mass murdering bad guys everywhere yeah. he went just cause he was like super sad about his family dying I was like this is weird man I mean he was trying to I mean it was it was very post-apocalyptic yeah like he was trying to like you know be the, the good guy and like uh I think they were trying to do a thing where he was like you know um the good guy in a savage world now mm-hmm. but it seemed like really really dicey at best yeah for sure you know because even like even characters that are in this universe generally like when they are like iron man 3 you know when he's killing people at least like they are bad guys who have a plan to do something really really bad mm-hmm. on like a big scale but with Ronin, it just seemed like he was like you're a bad guy you're dead you're a bad guy you're dead it didn't seem like there was any sort of thing and especially because he's not in the punisher category right mm-hmm. uh, he's not the guy who is like who like we all accept as being like a murderer uh, but we are kind of okay with because they're all really bad. This is like a, this is a hero. This is a guy that we we usually feel like is a hero. So that he does have a dark past that we only vaguely know about. But even the dark past is a military past, is it not? Yeah. I mean that that's that's yeah. what I'm that's I think that's always what I assumed. But it seems more a little bit more black ops kind of like. Still I mean, though, you get away with it. You know, it's like it's like how like um, it's like how evil is Itachi in Naruto, right? Yeah. Like, do you? Do you blame him for the deaths of of the Uchiha clan? Or I mean, some of them. You do he the entire clan. He did, but just... he was under orders. I know. That's the thing. It was. I mean, it, he was under orders, and he was a soldier yeah. for 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 um for the Leaf Village. And so it's like, I don't know. At what yeah. point, like, do you blame him? At what point do you blame you know the the um the powers that be at the time? Yeah, that's true. So, see, just Naruto in general, Leaf Village is not perfect. Nope. I am always wondering, like, who raised Naruto? Because he oh, just yeah. seems to be a, like, 10-year-old kid who's being, like, who's just alone. Yeah. Who's just, like, in an apartment, alone, like, buying his own food. I'm like, who raised him? Dude, if I know anything from, from anime, you know, like, between Naruto and Pokemon, when you're 10, you're an adult. <laughs> Seriously. You it's know. so true. The magic age of ten. All of a sudden, yeah, you're, you better be a you better be a, like a fully yeah. functioning member of society, yeah, yeah, kid. Yeah, t- ten years on this earth, like you, you better know how to do everything yourself. Hey, Gohan was already fighting uh, invading aliens at four. Yeah, you're ten. Yeah. What's your excuse? Seriously. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, I don't know. This this uh, this episode probably just sounded bun- like a bunch of uh, whiny liberals talking about good guys. You know. Take, taking it to the villains, but, um, you know, sometimes you just gotta think about this it's, stuff it's, when you're making just, fiction. You know, we just want y'all to think. Yeah, well, hey. Like, yeah. 
It's all about intent, you know. It's, it's all about intent. Yeah, yeah. And I think the intent is, uh, you know, I don't know. It I don't is know. What it is. I don't know. Does well, that should make any sense. Who knows? Does Nobody it matter? knows. Doesn't. Eh, probably. Not. Oh, and then like I'm not going to get into it, but like the most famous version of this argument is the Luke, uh, the oh, Luke yeah. and the Death Star, uh, which was you know done many years ago uh, from Clerks. If you've never seen Clerks, I'm sure you can find that scene on YouTube very easily. Um, I say that you know it's funny. I don't even know. You explain know, explain to the people that have not seen it what the argument is. Uh, the argument is basically that like Luke Skywalker is a giant mass murderer because the because even though because um, when he went and he blew up the death the second Death Star uh, in the uh, in the third movie um, you know so when you blew up the first Death Star in the first movie maybe you can make a case that like those were all Empire people so they deserved it right mm-hmm. but then in the uh, third movie in Return of the Jedi the Death Star was still like half completed. So, uh, the idea is essentially, and, you know, I can't do this as well as, uh, Randall did in Clerks, but essentially it's like, do you really think it was all just Empire people on that Death Star? Do you think there was a bunch of, like, you know, uh, free contractors who were there, like, building building stuff and, yeah, like, construction guys and their families? And, like, there was probably a lot of, like, not Empire people on that Death Star when they destroyed it. And then, you know, where, once again, where all the stuff falls and and the destruction that it causes on the planet yeah. it does so it's a it's a or maybe it's not because did Luke anyway whatever at the end of the day don't blame me for that argument because I don't know if you can really put that one on Luke you can only put Luke on the first one it yeah. doesn't matter all that matters I mean, it's, is it's uh, more the rebels yeah, it's more <laughs> the rebels yeah but uh, it's really uh, it's it's really funny it's yeah. a really good argument and uh, I did not state it as well as they did but uh yeah, you can go on YouTube probably and find that I would say watch Clerks but I don't know man I was having this discussion with a yeah. friend the other day and I think that there's some movies that were, like, beloved when we were younger mm-hmm. that I don't know if they're still okay today. Yeah, no, I, I think that for the time, it, it did a lot of things that were very unique. Yeah. But but the, just so much about it doesn't hold up to for today. It just yeah. comes it's, off very uncomfortable. I, I think there's a lot of, like, especially, like, in the Me Too era, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of Kevin Smith hu- early humor that just wouldn't fly today. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, shaming. There's a lot of, like, it's yeah. just pretty, yeah, it's not great. So, yeah. um, that being Anyways. said, it was a great movie. Yeah. So, who knows? So, Anyways. go watch it right now. Anyways. Uh, if you're a kindergarten teacher, play it for your kindergarten class. Because <sighs> they'll learn a lot about history. It's in black and white. It's got to be good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where this show went. Uh, what did you do? Totally it went off the rails. Off the rails. <laughs> Just like that scene in Octopussy. We finally watched Octopussy. I never you seen finally it. watched. Octopussy. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know what happened in that movie. I mean, we gotta do a Bond yeah, show. So yeah. the plan is to finish up watching all the Bond movies yeah. before the next Bond. Yeah, we'll get, Bond get you, give you your full education on yeah. the Bond movies because we've been going through all the original ones and we just got through Octopussy and that was that was tough. That was a two day affair. Yep, we needed to break it in half because yeah. it is really hard to it watch was, that it was, one it was a lot i watched it when i was so much younger that yeah like, i i you just forgot all the stuff that was really bad right yeah yeah no yeah. it's um it's really not a good movie i no. mean it's crazy because what's tough about bond movies is even when they're not good the stunt work is so phenomenal so good that you're like you you really you're really entertained and by as a it. kid you're just enamored by that stuff and that that's all you come out like remembering and also you know i never saw the movie and the movie was i think what 81 or 82 and like 
some of the stuff working in that movie wowed me today. Yeah. I mean, that stuff when he's like on top of the plane at the end of the movie, I'm like, what? This is crazy. You know, I'm like, you know, James Bond is out there, Tom cruising around. Yeah. Uh, but I'm like, it, it, it's like phenomenal. It's still, it's like really, really good. So, uh, we'll talk about that at some point, but I, I think we got a while before the next Bond movie comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Anyways, guys, that's um, it. You know, uh, don't forget, uh, if you want to get in touch with us, like Dave said, you could uh, comment on our anchor page. Boom. You can go tweet at us or you yeah. know, go to our website. Things like that. Um, Send us a letter just somewhere. Just write yeah, Geek World. Yeah, just, just... Question mark, question mark, question mark. Right. It'll get to us. It'll get to us. Yeah. Totally. It's like that's, Santa. That's how that works, right? It's like a Santa letter, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and we'll be back next time with more awesome geeky fun.